so digital signage. It could be a lot of work, conceivably. A lot of stuff to do, lots and lots of content. We're always saying you need to make it fresh, fresh, fresh. And uh, very, very often, it's really just one or two people who are sort of tasked with maintaining and updating and scheduling all of this content. Uh, it can seem a bit overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be because there's a lot of stuff out there that's sort of automated that um, you can uh, take advantage of. And it makes beautiful content and makes your life easier. I'm going to talk about that today with Jill Perardi. Hello, Jill. Hey, Derek. And uh, I'd like to thank Jill for talking to me today, and I'd like to thank all of you for listening. This is Digital Signage Done Right. Whether you're new to digital signage or a seasoned pro, this podcast gives you practical advice about systems, communications, and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt, Communications Specialist for Physics. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. Putting up the stuff, obviously, this this event is happening here. There are timelines here. There are deadlines here. It's an awful lot of stuff to juggle. There, are, But there are some tools out there where I can just kind of get stuff fed into my digital signage. It already looks good, uh, and I don't have to really sweat it too much. Mm-hmm. Like what? Well, I think start with the very basics. Date, time, and weather. Right, your attractors. Yeah. 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 yeah your you're hooks. Not, you're not entering in the time every minute. No. Your hooks, your attractors. When you walk down the hallway in the building that I'm in right now, we have displays everywhere, as you can imagine. Yeah. And I always use those displays to look at the date, the time, and the weather. Mm. The time, because I'm typically running from one meeting to the next, and I need to know what time it is. <laughs> How much time have I yeah. got? Maybe I'm about to go outside for lunch or for the end of the day, and I want to see what the temperature is, if I need to grab my jacket or not. That's a great hook. Then while I'm looking for that, then I see the other information that's up there on the screen. Right. But once you set it, you forget it. Um, another idea is if you have locations, office locations, in other places. You're in Atlanta, and you've got one in California, and you've got one in Prague. You can show the time and the weather of those offices as well as you want. It might just be a little nugget of information. Oh, it's snowing in Prague today, but it's 70 here. You know, mm-hmm. ha ha. Mm-hmm. Or it is, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> or it's, you know, it's only 6 a.m. out in California, so I can't give that office a call just yet. They're right. not there. That would be why she hasn't responded to my email. Exactly. Because she's still asleep. Yeah. Exactly. So that's just a great thing, really easy thing to put on any digital signage that you can put up there and completely forget about. Right, because you just say, boom, here's the source I'm going to pull from, whether it's AccuWeather or whatever. Yeah, Save and it's useful. Weather. And it's useful. It makes people look. And yeah, like you said, you said it and forget it. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. so I start with that. Okay. I, I, I think someone told me or I read somewhere recently, I think Sean Matthews, the president, told me the number one thing that people use digital signage for is event schedules. Yeah, sure. So in some ways, it is putting up videos or images to advertise events, make it flashy, make it look great. But a way to put up events that a lot of people choose to do, and it's the put it up and forget it scenario, is an event board or a list of events going on in this building, on this campus, in this room for the day, whether it be on a smaller room sign or on a large 60-inch display showing multiple events for the day. You can put that up, put up a great design with it, stick the date and the time and the weather on there if you want, and show your single event, next event, or list of events. Have that tie into your existing data source, Exchange, Google Calendar, whatever whatever it is, R25, Delphi, whatever it might be, 
as those events populate in those software systems, it's going to show up on your screen. Hmm. And when the event time has passed, it's typically going to disappear. That's right, the way you set off, it up. Just drops off. Yeah. yeah. And you get that great design done one time and you're done. Because you're already entering the information in your calendar system anyway. Yeah. So why not just also have it populate these? Yeah. Uh, so again, it's, that's not exactly you're still doing work, but you would be doing that work anyway. Well, and it may not be you, the person responsible for digital signage. Oh, that's true. It might yeah, be yeah. the person at a conference center that's responsible for booking the group that's reserved 10 rooms. Or it might be the employees that are responsible for setting their own meetings in different meeting rooms, sending that calendar invite to that meeting room to book it, and you, digital signage person, are never involved. You've done your initial design, and then you walk away. Hmm. You mentioned one something about doing something similar with directories. Yeah, absolutely. Same concept. Uh, I have a directory of employees. I'm in charge of digital signage. I've been told we want an employee directory or a physician directory, a department directory, whatever it is. I've been told we need this on our digital signage. Hmm. I, as the digital signage content manager, design this, and I set it up with IT, who's in charge of updating Active Directory every time there's employee turnover. Right. I've set it up with facility management, who keeps a spreadsheet or a you know centralized database of departments and where they're located. Mm-hmm. I tie that in with my design, and each time that IT person, facility manager, admin, whomever makes a change to that data, it automatically updates on my screen. But I didn't have to do it. No I designed f- no it. Fuss, I'm no done. Much. Exactly. Uh huh. Uh huh. There are companies out there that actually supply now. They actually create content. Because oh, before it was like RSS feeds. And obviously mm-hmm. you can have your news stickers yeah. and your RSS feeds. And with an RSS feed, you can have just about anything you right. want. I mean, how many are there? A million? Oh, yeah. More millions right. of RSS feeds out there. So you could technically put anything mm-hmm. up there. And, and again, someone else is doing the work. You're yeah. just I will warn, it. some RSS feeds are a little messy, though. They have odd yes. characters in them, which can cause them to break when tying into some sort of third party to display it. Mm-hmm. So some RSS feeds can be a little messy, but some of them are fantastic and no fail. And then sort of the next obvious extension of this is these companies that create content that they feed automatically. Mm-hmm. It's like a subscription. Yeah. And it's already designed for digital signage. Yeah. I assume you can tweak it to a certain extent because if you're, I don't know, if you're blue and green and they're doing a bunch of stuff in red, you're like, well, I don't want that. Yeah, some companies allow you to change colors. Almost all companies allow you to pull content based on your location. I want to show traffic maps. Well, if I'm in Atlanta, I don't care about the traffic in St. Louis. So I need to show that by location. <laughs> How you interesting. Know? Yeah. They're clogged up on the Western artery. Yeah. Um, so... Allow you to pull by location, sports, events, you know, community events going on. Even though sometimes you can get pretty detailed. I just want to show concerts. I want to show family-friendly events. I want to show seminars. And like all of just that is, Atlanta, for Yeah, example. and all of that is auto-updating content. You set that up, and you show that content through your, through your digital signage, mm-hmm. and it's set it up and forget it. Yeah. And if you do manage your digital signage and you're changing out other content quite frequently, just like I was saying, use the date and the time and the weather as a hook to draw the eye to your screen to see the information that you're creating to put up on the screen. Add one of these content fees as an additional hook. If you have news, for example, and it's showing a great high-resolution image and a headline, 
put that on the screen as a hook. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of your screen is zoned out to show your content that you have created for digital signage. So some headline grabs my eye because I'm interested in this news story. But then I look to the left and I see this upcoming fundraising campaign we have or an event coming up in our facility that I want to be a part of. Or cookies. Yeah. At the cafe. Yeah. (laughs) The most important type of message, (laughs) food. Well, yeah, I know one of the, there's one uh, thing that called news in pictures, Mm -hmm. which is basically exactly that. It's Mm -hmm. a really high quality professional photograph with just a quick, if you were reading this on the web and clicked this, this is what that story would say. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. Most people read headlines anyway. And a lot of of headlines that you're going to see online are are essentially clickbait. But um, you're going to read the headline. And then if you're truly interested, you're going to go through and find the story yeah you're going to click through it online but your chances of even clicking through it online are slim so right. the headline really uh, is an and the high resolution image with it is really enough to grab the eye to the display right. and i think to make an impression you know we always talk about people being able to take away uh from the digital signage and i suppose you could stick a qr code there or something but i'll remember that and then when i i'm on my phone or mm-hmm. getting that cookie sitting down enjoying my mm-hmm. cookie i might type in you know whatever oh this thing happened in right. london London protest. Right. Google hit news, and there there'll be an article right up at yeah. the top. Uh, I know once you you talked about doing social media feeds as well. I mean, I guess they're pretty automatic. Yeah, pretty automatic. And they're a great way to keep content updated on your screen because someone else is updating your social media feed regularly, hopefully, or you have a series of content contributors. Mm. Uh, Perhaps you really promote a hashtag and you have people posting with that hashtag when it's posted, it's showing up in your feed. Hopefully you are using some sort of social media content already aggregator already that's pulling those hashtags and making sure the photos are appropriate the posts are appropriate that's all being done for your social media that i i'm almost positive your organization already has right. show it on your displays it's another thing to Just put like on your displays yeah one little content zone it can be a hook to draw your eye to the display as well it could be full screen if you wanted to show it larger every most people are intrigued by social media so mm. this is also a great way to work with your social media department or your marketing department because that's going to send people back to those sites to interact with them as well there and get more likes and posts and whatever as right, well. Right, so you get this kind of kind of Two feedback. Two-way street. Back, back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah, and you, you know, you could, if you figure out how to do it, like I know a lot of young people use, uh, is it TikTok? Yes, your is guess is, is as good as mine because you're not talking to a young person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you made your voice older than yeah. a young person. Yeah. Oh, it's my Catherine Hepburn. Sonny, I'm still using Facebook. By God, I still ride to work on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, I, I can imagine, especially, I mean, the high end millennials are uh, 39, even 40. So they're them and now the Gen Zers are coming in. Uh, they're finishing college. They're getting into the workplace. They might very well be uh, in charge of or at least working on some of this content scheduling creation. So they might want to show, hey, look how cool we are. We got a TikTok feed. Yeah. Not that old fashioned old person Facebook. Right. Which didn't exist. 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. But, like, I'm like, it's still kind of new in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, whatever right. you say. What else do you think uh, could be something that's important that to show in digital signage that could also be hands-off? Because I kind of feel like you want to make as much of it hands-off as possible. Yeah. I really like countdown and count-up opportunities on your digital signage. Hmm. 
If you are a, let's say you're a manufacturer, you have digital signage on your plant floor, you're using it in a variety of ways. You're using it to show OSHA safety tips. You're using it because this is the only way some of your employees get corporate communications because they don't have a corporate email address. They're working on a plant floor, for example, a manufacturing facility, and they're seeing when the company picnic is and when they need to sign up for open enrollment and all of that through their digital signage. Um, Perhaps your digital signage is being used to show metrics on production on this floor. So another thing I really love in this environment is the ability to show how many days your facility or your company has gone without an incident or an injury. That's really popular in environments like that. So maybe put thinking that might even be the law. It could be. <laughs> it could be. And they reward a lot of corporate uh, companies and organizations reward employees based on hitting certain milestones. Mm-hmm. So why not remind your employees of what you're working for on your digital signage? I love this because you can even put the number of days when you had your last incident and then have a count up widget. So if we had our last incident on September 1st, The number of days we went before that, our record was 500 days without incident. But on September 1st, something happens. As my content... Butterfingers Bobby. Right. So (laughs) as my content creator, I can go in and reset that widget to say, all right, it all started over September 1st. And each day, September 2nd, now we've gone one day without injury. September 3rd rolls around, the number changes to two. I'm not touching that every day to change it from one to two to three and so on and so forth. it's automatic. It's automatic because I set a little countdown or a count up widget with the date and time I wanted it to either end if it was a countdown or start in this scenario being Mm -hmm. a count up and I'm done. I don't have to touch it again until unfortunately that next incident happens. Right. But it could be anything. It could be, you know, at a college, 14 days to get the, you know, I don't know if they have early bird discounts in the universities, but you know what I mean. Right. Uh, 14 know. days until you can drop classes. There you go. That's yeah. important. Four, 14 days until you can drop classes, 13 days, 12. Yeah. Boom. At yeah. five, the numbers turn orange. Yeah. At two, they're red. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, like I mentioned, a days without incident kind of count up. Count up since the last time we lost a game. Or, you know, you can use these widgets. Yeah, the countdown, count up, make them fun. Mm. All you have to do as a content creator is design your initial content, how you want it to look, the look and feel you set to play either within a playlist with other digital signage content or be full screen. Set the date and the time on that countdown or count up widget and forget it until Mm. something happens and you need to change it again. And hopefully it's not very often. Well, being as I am, I'm super interested in food. Uh, I love food. So I, of course, love menu boards. It's one of my favorite digital signage things. Uh, a, a lot of that can be automated. Yeah, sure can. Same way with your directory or your event board or event display. Someone's responsible for that menu data. If it changes, it may not ever change. If it doesn't ever change, design for it and forget it. If it does change, it's that same scenario. Someone else is likely responsible for changing that menu data. It's typically not your digital signage content creator that's also responsible for making sure you've got cheese pizza in inventory. (laughs) So you design that menu board. You put, you know, this is where all of my food data is going to appear. And here's my gorgeous design with photography or whatever it might be to promote that. And I set it and I forget it. Even if you do have rotating items on the menu and let's say you go quite deep uh, and you go, okay, here are the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Here's the allergy information. Here's the uh, nutrition information uh, and so on. That doesn't change. No, all of that's usually pretty set or again is updated by another software or a spreadsheet 
or mm-hmm. something that you can tie into to update that. Right. So, hey, it's grilled cheese Thursday. Mm-hmm. The grilled cheese is the same one we did last Thursday. Not the same actual sandwich because that would be gross. But, <laughs> you know, it's the same It's the same information, right? I know some menu boards integrate with an ordering system mm-hmm. uh, and things like this. It's sort of a, a ordering and queuing system. Is that also automatic in some way? It should be, yes. It depends on your ordering and your queuing system that you're integrating with. But you should have a developer to tie into that software so that person is responsible for it and not necessarily the content creator. Or if you're just launching a web page because maybe you have an online ordering portal, you want to give people the opportunity to use that. Why not put it on a kiosk as well? Hmm. As the content creator, you would create a way for a person to, let's say, touch a button to launch that web page. But you're not going to be responsible for the web page yourself, typically. Right, right, right. And then you just, if it's a kiosk, it's, you know, 300 meters from the actual cafe or restaurant or whatever. You put in your order and then you take your time, go down there. Hey, pick it up. Right. Number 37, that's me. You guys have spent a lot of time recently creating these content kits. Yes. Uh, Tell me about those. So there are a lot of things that we actually talked about on this podcast. Ways to show directories, events, menu data, countdowns, count ups. We've gone ahead and created a lot of the design, the look and feel of this content for our customers. Mm. So they've got the templates to work from. Maybe they want to change the colors of it to match their brand colors, or they've got some other image they want to use in place of our food image. They can drag and drop that in if they want. But we've set them up with the templates and the ways to get started with that. So they can just go in, change the date on that countdown widget, for example, tie in their directory data for a directory and then forget it and we've done a lot Uh, of the hard part for them so they just kind of go oh so it's a it's like a here's how to do this a little bit yourself yeah you know what it is it's almost like ikea of digital signage right so ikea (laughs) gives you maybe not that much maybe that's a bad example because ikea gives you 300 pieces for a two drawer dresser Um, but let's pretend ikea is a little simpler i guess and they give you you know here's the dresser and here's the nuts and the bolts and the and the drawers and you've got to you know, make this all work. It's kind of that way. We've given you a couple of templates that are already designed and ready to go. And now you can kind of take these parts and pieces. You can always paint that Ikea dresser to change the color, eh, drag and drop your logo on and change the color of the background. And it's set for your brand. And should you like, for example, uh, uh, if, you know, Vizix is in its 40th year and there's sort of a rebranding going mm-hmm. on. If something like that happens, you go, uh-oh, well, it turns out now our primary color is going to be this shade of brick red, not the sea foam mm-hmm. <laughs> green that we were using before. You just go in, click, click, click. Up, oh, we changed it. Yeah. Yeah, add new hex colors or you know RGB colors. Find out what that is. Change it. Drag and drop over your new logo and delete your old one, and you're done. You can forget yeah. about it again for a while. So really, you can get a lot of good-looking, up-to-date. And the thing I really like about this automated content stuff is it's always accurate and fresh mm-hmm. because it's not reliant on you know poor you who's, who's already right. got fifty-five other things to do. Uh, there are companies or or services that mm-hmm. are already automatically doing this. Uh, it's always accurate. It's always fresh. It's always up to date, which means that your audience can trust your signs. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, by extension, it adds a little more credence to your specific stuff for you. Sure. You know, where you're like, hey, don't forget, you know, registration closes or this or go to the bookstore for a discount this week only or come support the team or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. It doesn't have to be an arduous task. Uh, If you're given digital signage uh, and you're supposed to manage that, it's not entirely up to you to create all of the content. 
there's a lot of stuff out there that you can uh, take advantage of uh, and really just have fantastic looking stuff uh, all the time. I suppose you could even have, I mean, you could have a digital signage deployment that's all this stuff. You could. Right? You could. Absolutely. It'd be a little weird. But. I wouldn't recommend that on every <laughs> single display everywhere. But if you've got some that you need to set and forget for one reason or another, whether it be the directory always goes here. Right. Yeah. Or the menu always goes here. Or this is a secondary display in a lobby where there's people waiting. Sure, go full screen news and pictures and just let them look at that yeah. and, and never touch it again. Right. Right. Except to clean it. Yes. <laughs> right. All right. Thank you very much for talking to me today, Jill. Thank you, Derek. And we'd like to thank all of you for listening. Hey, want more free stuff? Then head to the resources section of physics.com for free masterclass guides, blogs, videos, and more to help you with your digital signs. Please share, subscribe, and leave a review of this episode and connect with us on social media. 